confused that's uh, yeah that's that's uh that's not my picture on the i don't know <laughs> don't, don't just wondering <laughs> <laughs> okay perfect um as long as it's not distracting that's cool um i probably won't even uh I'm going to start concentrating on my, on my writings now. So that's actually good for me. This is, I'm, I'm so very excited about this. Um, this is a very, very important topic because yesterday when we spoke about trauma bond, mm. I had one thing in my head, but when, when I started doing research yesterday, it was totally different than what my thought, when I heard the word trauma bond, what I thought it was. I thought trauma bond was um, like two people that were broken in one particular area. Maybe that's what attracted them to one another. Totally not. So I'm very excited um, to for you to talk about this. So I'm going to go ahead and before I start, do you have any questions? No, but like, um, of course, just like, pause me if I say something that's like unclear or like, um, I try to clarification. I'll, 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 I'll put you in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if I say some word that doesn't like, uh, I try to pick the words that I am sure that I can pronounce, but some of them might be hard for me. So if I um you know stutter or something you can help me out if you know what word I'm trying to say okay but uh I, I think I I read this through a few times so there shouldn't be any problem but you okay. know just so you know <laughs> perfect I mean I think that you speak very good English just to let you know I um I have I have friends who they've been I have I have a couple friends from Italy and they've been here 20 years I mean, literally in the U.S. And I don't mm -hmm. under this, understand them as much as I understand you. So you are doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Good. Good no worries. Um, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and start the podcast and then we will move from there. And it's Juliana Aiken, right? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So I have to take a moment to breathe. Welcome to the Codependent Me podcast. I am your host, Tamala Shaw. Today, we have the honor of having Yuliana Aiken with us. Welcome to the show, Yuliana. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Tamala. Thank you so much. So today, we are, uh, we're going to talk about trauma bond. But before we get into it, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, hi everyone. Uh, so my name is Juliana Aiken and uh, I work in an organization called Unfiltered and our goal is to validate the experiences of the victims and survivors of abusive relationships by creating trustworthy, in-depth and helpful content on our website. And um, I'm, I'm from Finland, where we have very high rates of domestic violence. And yeah, that's why I find this topic very, very, very important as well. Yes. I know when we first uh, 
talked, we were talking about your organization and we talked about the domestic abuse and how we had a lot of the YWCA in common, uh, the volunteer mm. work and yeah. all of that. So that was so very good. And I was very happy to hear um, the work that you're doing in Finland. It's so wonderful. Um, but I'm sorry, I interrupted you. So you could just tell us a little about a little bit about you. Um, yeah, so well, about me, um, I'm 23 years old and I'm just about to graduate from law school. And I mean, I uh, sent my thesis out. It's not it's not um, uh, like I haven't yet heard about my supervisor. So I don't know if I'm going to graduate, but probably yes. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you are. You are. Uh, you're so on top of things. I mean, even when we talked about the whole trauma bond, I mean, you you look at things in such a great um, in, a, in a great aspect and your heart wanting to help people is so wonderful. So I know that you're going to do a wonderful job, especially being so young. You know, that's so good that you're so focused already and having your own organization. But um, if you want to tell us, how did you get into the whole trauma bond subject? Oh, yeah. So to the whole trauma bond, like why I wanted to talk about this in this podcast today was because trauma bonding exists in nearly every single abusive relationship. And it's it's like, it's often this invisible glue that keeps people from leaving these abusive relationships for good. And um, so I wanted to talk about the signs of a trauma bonded relationship, because if you think about it, the first, the very first step for someone to um, think about leaving would be to acknowledge and recognize that, hey, I am in a trauma-bonded relationship. So I believe that when people are given this information about these signs of trauma-bonded relationship, mm -hmm. it could potentially also be a wake-up call for someone to realize that mm -hmm. they are in an abusive relationship ship and then this would help them to understand why they keep coming back or why they keep staying and uh, so I believe that this also this information also helps them to hopefully eventually break these powerful bonds and so this is the one reason why what made me passionate about this topic and the other reason is that uh, this I believe this information should be out there because you know there are so many people who wonder like why someone can't leave a relationship that's clearly abusive like yes. I have yeah I have heard so many comments like why don't you just leave or something like that and this these kind of comments they usually come from people who have significant lack of knowledge about the dynamics mm -hmm. of uh, these unhealthy relationships so yeah um, like yeah yeah this this information uh, is also like uh, beneficial for the you know general public so we can actually be supportive and helpful for the victims yeah I believe raising the awareness is very very important I know um, the last few podcasts that I've been doing has dealt with a lot of trauma so when you uh, talked about this, I was like, oh, this is actually perfect because I think it is time to get people out there 
because people think that it is easy to leave certain situations. Oh, she's got some abuse going on. Why does she keep going back? Um, and a mm. lot of people are not sympathetic because they don't understand um, the the psychological side of it. Yeah. So I'm glad that you're um, you're actually bringing this awareness out. Um, so what are some of the signs of a trauma bonded relationship? Yeah. So um, and before that, I just want to make clear, like, what is a trauma bond? Yes. So, um, yeah, no, no problem. So trauma bonds like they are like very powerful emotional bonds between an abuser and their victim that are formed through a cycle of emotional and or physical abuse. And it can happen between two family members or romantic partners, between romantic partners, between two friends, or even in a professional like relationship between employee and employer, for example, or a student and a professor, for example. Yeah, so um, that's that's the kind of definition of a trauma bond. So, um, and then the signs of trauma bonded relationships, well, there are many, but um, in this podcast, I thought that it would be nice to focus on three signs. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> the first one that I'd like to start with is justification. So <laughs> justification is one of the biggest signs of trauma-bonded relationships. And uh, what I mean by that is that when the victim justifies their abuser's behavior, Mm. And uh, yeah, that happens a lot. And the reason why this justification is one of the most common signs of a trauma-bonded relationship is because it's actually a manifestation of cognitive dissonance. And um, what is cognitive dissonance? Mm. Uh, it's Yeah, it's a theory that um, suggests that when someone experiences an inconsistency among the information they have, the behaviors they are exper experiencing and the beliefs they have, it causes a lot of psychological tension. And to regulate the tension, the individual will change one or more of the elements that are causing the inconsistencies to make everything consistent. So uh, I will explain this uh, more. This is like a very, might um, sound a little bit complicated, but the way this relates to trauma bonding is uh, when the victim's desire for a healthy relationship outweighs the abuse that they are experiencing. And this is the point where the justification starts because mm -hmm. the victims, they use the cognitive dissonance to normalize, rationalize, minimize, and ultimately justify their abuser's behavior. And right. Yeah, like why? It's because the victim is able to acknowledge on some level, usually, like they maybe have like this feeling that this is not right or that what they are experiencing is wrong, but because they want the relationship to work so badly, they ignore all of the warning signs to ease this psychological tension that and this uh, psychological tension would come with the realization that someone they love and trust is actually <laughs> destroying their identity. 
So that's why they have to resort to this justification because they want mm-hmm. to ease this all this stress that comes from uh, at the same time wanting to make it work and right and actually just seeing in front of your eyes the abusive behavior mm-hmm. and towards them that's coming from someone that should actually be the one that loves you so yeah it's a very it's almost yeah. it's almost like a narcissism yeah yeah I, like mm-hmm. yeah because I, I I was reading uh, when I knew we were talking about it, I did a little bit of research. They were saying that um, like most people in a trauma bond relationship, the they said that, you know, the actions of the person, the abuser, their uh, characteristic is up and down all the time. So mm-hmm. they can be really mean one day and then like the next day they're very nice. So that's kind of another reason that the 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 victim they justify because there are good times they're not abused all the time so they're just holding on to those times that things are good so that's kind of another reason that the the justification comes yeah yeah and it's like many many abusers have the narcissistic traits and that they are like they have narcissistic traits like Mm -hmm. you know uh, self-centeredness and sense of entitled entitlement and uh, rageful paranoid and um, jealous and manipulative and yes yeah, controlling so many many abusers have like narcissistic traits mm-hmm. so oh, yeah it makes perfectly sense what you said mm-hmm. yeah so um, then the second one that, um, so that was the justification. So that was the one sign of trauma bonded relationship. And then the second one that I wanted to talk about is, we call it the handmaiden syndrome. And it's a, the handmaiden syndrome is a term that we have created to describe a very common um, people pleasing behavior in trauma bonded relationships. And it's like that the victims of abusive relationships, they try to ease the tension of the relationship by catering to their abusers, every need. And it's a, it's a term that we describe, uh, that we use to describe someone who feels as if they need to kind of devote their whole lives to someone else just to be acknowledged. Mm. And... Yeah, it revolves around the idea that the victims would have to make a sacrifice in the present to find peace in the future. So it kind of, yeah, that's that's the second, mm, you know, sign if someone- That makes sense because they're trying, they're trying to keep that peace because if they keep mm, them happy and do the things yeah. that they want them to do, even in sacrificing themselves- then it puts yeah. the peace in the household or in the friendship or, you know, in at work or whatever. There's yeah. peace there. So they're willing to sacrifice themselves in order to do that. Wow. Yeah. Like a, a very concrete example would be some, um, you know, in a romantic relationship, the other partner waking up extremely early every morning to make sure that everything is ready for the abuser. Wow. Like, cook every like meals for like for the person to that they can take it to work or I don't know do some right. other yeah 
things. Yeah, that's making sure that they're mourning that when they wake up, everything Mm -hmm. is is perfect. So they have no reason to be upset or wow, that's 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 interesting. Yes. Um, Yeah, so that that's that's um, like what we see often. And that's why I wanted to bring it uh, up here. And then the last last lastly, uh, third sign. And a huge sign of trauma bond is when the victim actually makes a conscious decision to hide the abusive patterns in a relationship from friends and family. And why I want to bring this up is it's a little bit similar to the first sign, the justification, but there is a very important thing. And uh, it is that when the victim justifies the relationship, it's more of a more of a stubborn way to protect themselves from the harsh reality that, yeah, someone they care about is abusive. But when a victim intentionally isolates themselves from friends and family, Mm -hmm. it's a sign that they have or are willing to um, accept the consequences that come from uh, emotional and or physical violence. So this, um, and this ties up to the cognitive dissonance also because self-isolation is on the extreme end of the spectrum of cognitive dissonance. It's like uh, while on some level, the victim is able to acknowledge that the environment there is abusive, they remain trauma-bonded to their abuser because they have actually minimized the situation so severely that their abusers' fabricated plans for the future outweigh the consequences of emotional and or physical abuse. Wow. Yeah, it's like like the victim, like, yeah, they actually know what's happening, but they choose Mm -hmm. to isolate themselves. And I'm not, like, this is not the fault of them. Like, I'm not saying that. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's on the very extreme end of the cognitive dissonance. Right. It's like, it's very dangerous because the justification, it's still like um, you try to kind of protect yourself from the harsh reality, but then this self-isolation can actually be like that they actually already acknowledge. And right. Yeah, it's it's very. um, Yeah. And, you know, this is this is good because a lot of times especially when we talk about narcissism, we talk about how the the abuser will kind of remove the victim from their families. But in this case, the victim will sometimes remove themselves because they love that person so much that they're willing to sacrifice certain relationships in order to Mm -hmm. be with them. Yeah, yeah, and... This is again like when we talked about the handmaiden syndrome. It's like, you know, <laughs> devoting your whole life. So it can, it can also include like your that you actually sacrificed your other meaningful relationships to make sure that the one that you have with the partner or a family member who is the abuser that mm-hmm. it's um, kind of thrives that you like um, yeah sacrifice your absolutely so so these are great these are great tips we've got justification the handmaiden syndrome and basically hiding abuse 
So Mm -hmm. if someone is listening and they're going through um, any of these particular uh, situations, what resources do you have that your organization, you know, that they can, they can look, whether it be online or um, what resources would you tell them to go to? Um, Yeah. So um, we have on our website, our website is unfiltered.net and we have uh, a lot of articles there. And um, so these were just like uh, three signs of those trauma bonded relationships. And uh, in the article that I hope can be linked to the podcast description of, to hear to people for people to easily find there is actually three more. And so it's like in total that we have listed is like six signs. But uh, yeah, so they are all covered in that in that article. And it's like uh, everyone can access to it if you just have an internet connection. So it's so yeah, uh, all of our articles are on the website unfiltered.net. And uh, I'd like to uh, say for the listeners when it's unfiltered it's unfiltered with an extra d so it's u-n-f-i-l-t-e-r-e-d-d.net right okay yes thanks i just wanted to make sure no problem but i love that you guys have a lot of a lot of different articles um that people can go to in order to read this and I, i i pray that people will go and uh and read the find you know get the other three signs. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't, we'll probably have you back so that we can uh, talk about it more in full, Mm, but okay. um, And I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to make sure that people knew that it was unfiltered with an extra D.net. So go right ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no problem. And yeah, so we have like a a lot of articles. Uh, We make new ones every day and we have now over 100 and they all focus on abusive relationships because I think that's the first step, at least the very first first ones is to gather and uh, learn as much as possible so you can actually identify those Mm -hmm. dynamics of unhealthy relationships and... um, so yeah, when we write these articles, we we actually um, we have unfiltered participants, and then we have unfiltered medical network. And mm-hmm. so these unfiltered participants, they are actually um, we have uh, like a lot of survivors of abusive relationships whose uh, stories and experiences we use in the content like we embed them into the content that we create for example we have uh in the like we have either surveys quotes videos or interviews so we actually want to make sure that it's that the articles are validating and that they um yeah because uh, i haven't myself been in an abusive relationship so i can't really know what it is like so that's why we you want can, to make you can pull that information from them. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yes, it's, it and then, actually gives the people that are are going through it. It gives them a voice as well, you know. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Yeah. 
and then the unfiltered medical network. Yeah, that's a network of professionals like uh, therapists and psychologists who have specialized in trauma or abusive relationships or narcissistic abuse, and they review uh, the content and the articles so we can we can ensure. Uh, so we can provide the most accurate information on abusive relationships on the internet for That's anyone. Wonderful. Yeah. That's so good. So, so they'll they'll make sure that you know you're putting out articles that are um, not only you know accurate but the latest information. And so if a person goes to the unfiltered.net, they can um, if they want to find a therapist, they can get one there as well. Uh, yeah, sure. But like, um, yeah, we we are not the ones offering the therapy, but the, yeah. yeah, that's the idea it's a re- also kind of, of a resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like the idea behind the unfiltered medical network is that we have actually talked with the, all of the therapists and psychologists to make sure that they are the like professionals in the field, because, uh, you know, there are some there are like online therapy services and I'm sure that they work for someone, but like we wouldn't be comfortable like offering online therapy for people through our site because then we wouldn't know those therapists and psychologists like, uh, like are they actually specialized in abusive relationships or narcissistic abuse or anything like that. So that's why we have the, also the unfiltered medical network, but yeah, they they review their articles and yeah, people can okay. find, find, That's find good. Them on our website too. That's yeah. fantastic. So um, this is good, good information. I know that you're in Finland, but the yeah. articles are definitely in English as well. Do you have yeah, any yeah, other yeah. languages that you have? There? Uh, no, no, we don't have. We only have the information is on uh, in English only in English but we have also like uh therapists and professionals from Finland and we are planning to have like uh, all over the world but the content is in English yes perfect 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 I love that so I want to thank you so much for being on the show and talking about trauma bond but before you leave I just want to ask you I always ask anybody do you have one last thing that you like to take the tell the audience about whether it be trauma bond about your organization about different um you know different abuse you know abusive relationships or whatever what would you what's the last thing that you want to tell the audience uh uh well the last thing is that um hmm that you know, I uh, I talk a lot with um, victims of like abusive relationships, and uh, it's just it always like I I still can't understand like how uh, it's just very heartbreaking to see how how yes. um, like how some someone who go how someone can become like a ghost of themselves and how they totally lose their themselves and their identity. And, uh, but somehow I have always seen how people get out of these relationships. And so 
but yeah, it's 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 very heartbreaking actually. And uh, I do a lot of like um, art, like mm. I draw the victims of abusive relationships as well. Oh, and, that's nice. Uh, yeah, like I'm a digital artist as well. Mm. So I hope that like um yeah like we are on the mission kind of trying to get the information out there in every possible way be I it love that or, or, yeah articles or art or any way but yeah it's, I honor it's, you I honor you for because you because you've never you know dealt with it or any you know that type of abuse but you still have that heart for people to want to give them resources in order to help them. That is so, that's so wonderful. So thank you so much for being willing to do that. Yeah, of course. Of course, I just hope that nobody, nobody deserves it. It's, it's very sad and yeah. I absolutely agree. Well, I am going to uh, put your resources, the page and all of that inside of the, the information for the website. And I wanna make sure that we pass everything along because we wanna make sure that your information gets out. But I wanna thank, thank you, Juliana, for being on the show. And I wanna thank my listeners for listening. And I wanna say, as I always do, that you matter and your story matters. And thank you so much. And I love you all. Bye.